Welcome to The Truth, The Music and Me, the podcast. The Truth, The Music and Me. I'm Tamara Stewart and I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. You can drop us a line if you want to send us an email, podcast at tamarastewartmusic.com. Welcome to episode eight of The Truth, The Music and Me. I'm Tamara Stewart and I'm really glad you're here. We've come on quite a journey together from episode one right through to where we stand at episode eight. We've come from ruin, we've going through recovery and today's episode is actually the last episode in recovery. We move into rising next. So we come from somewhere that was kind of uh, a deep dark hole. We've found our way out. We've cleaned ourselves off and we are about to, uh, yeah, to rise. So before we do that, it's time to look at the title track of this album, which is where we're at, The Truth, The Music and Me. And it's a song that came very late in proceedings um, and it's one I wrote on my own. I write a lot on my own uh, and it's, it's, it, I've got some things to share with you today that I haven't actually shared in any of the other podcasts regarding the process and um, how I arrived at certain lyrics and, and how it came about. So as always, this is the, the songs and the music are just the beginning of the of the subject matter. It's about the conversations that we have that are just sparked by the song. So here's a formal introduction to the truth, the music and me, and where this story starts. I spent the first part of the year before last Taking a chance I couldn't take back Chasing this crazy big dream I had since I was ten years old And I spent too many days last year Sleeping on a pillow wet with my tears Blood on my hands and God in my ears So for those of you that know my story or have been listening for the last eight episodes of this podcast series, uh, you can pretty much tell that the first two verses of, of the title track are pretty true to form. Uh, it's, a, it's an accurate representation of where I'd, I'd come from. So the, I guess it's fair to say that the, the role that this song plays on the album is a summing up um, and to truly let something go, first we need to hold it. And there was a point in all of this when it was time to evaluate. I certainly had an understanding of the things that broke me and, and how to heal and was healing and the grieving was slowing down and uh, it was really obvious to me that it was time to move forward. It was just not something that I, I had some grace and time to, to heal properly and to, to sort it out this time to get it right this time, to uh, do the work that I had to do on myself so that when I move forward, I can move into a new space and a new place and, and also do the work in my life that I had to do to set myself up for a better way to live. And as a snow falls, midnight phone calls And I laid there all alone telling daddy I'm all right Somewhere 
between the ruin and the rising of the lies I swallowed my pride I still can't believe we made it out alive We made it out alive The truth, the music So as I said, this song came about really late in the project and it was a week before we were due to go and record the record that, uh, that this song was born. And I'd been collecting songs for a couple of years knowing I was going to make another album, primarily as a songwriter just to showcase my writing because obviously being in Nashville for a few years and, you know, writing so prolifically, um, my writing style had changed. So I wanted to showcase that and just really show where I was creatively. So I'd spent months picking the songs and and whittling down the songs that I wanted from everything that I'd written to put together for this project. It was certainly um, a well thought out process and I'd had my songs ready to go. So as I say, it was a week before we went into the studio and I had this rush of extreme anxiety and fear, terror. It's like I realised what I was about to say slash sing out loud. And I just, that afternoon, I just, I I had the shortness of breath. I I was thinking, okay, I need to cancel this. This is a huge mistake. What was I thinking? This is absolute madness that I'm about to put all these thoughts on an album and say, hey, I got cheated on and, you know, I felt trapped in my life and I doubt myself and I'm insecure and I got divorced and I don't even know who I am anymore or what I'm worth and, and then I'm going to try, I'm going to do that and then I'm going to really push to get people to listen to it. Like I'm going to really invest money into hoping people can hear how insecure and how broken I've been feeling. So I went into a bit of a panic and a bit of a spin and the anxiety was was pretty heavy this one afternoon. So I called a friend of mine, Tara Holbrook, who lives up there in Idaho. She was in, uh, I believe she was in Washington State at the time. We met through one of the treatment centres that I was working at in in Kentucky and I would uh, head up there every now and again and, and run my songwriting processing workshops with the clients up there that were dealing with trauma recovery and addiction. Um, so Tara and I met through that. So I texted her and, and said, look, I'm, I'm really struggling with this. And, and we had a, a conversation and I got to talk through it. It was so important for me to have somebody that I could just be afraid with and speak my truth. And she held the space really well and allowed me to just process it. I mean, I, I didn't call her to have her or want her to fix me or to give me the answers. I just needed a space where I could talk it through. And so I shared about the fear and and what I was afraid of. And I realized mostly I was just afraid of what people were going to think. I'd lost a lot of friends and a few people had let me down. And I didn't feel like I had a whole bunch of people in what I guess you'd classify as my corner. There were only um, two or three people that I had confided in, um, that were, you know, that were just such a vital and honest place for me to reflect and to, um, as I say, process. So Tara helped me to talk through that fear and I ended the phone call just realising that, look, it's, it's my truth. Um, the music has always been mine. It's, it, you know, it, it, it was there long before this relationship or anything else that happened in my life happened. Um, and there's me and that's all I've got. That's all I've 
really got left. So that's what I need to take the most care of. And I felt really, really pulled to make this record. And I still do, even with this podcast. You know, I don't completely understand, you know, why I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm just doing it. I just feel like it's something I need to do. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's basically how that conversation started. And then once I got off the phone from Tara, I had a big cry <laughs> and pressed record on my little voice memos on my phone, which is how I record all the songs I write. As I'm writing, I press record in the background and, and just let it flow. And sometimes what happens with songs like this, the ones that I write on my own, is that it's almost like the song's talking to me and telling me what I need to know or understand. That's how I describe it. And, and the truth, the music in me definitely felt like it was a song of acceptance. I spent so many nights on these guitar strings sense of hurtful things Made a little Christmas money on porn shop rings Sweet diamond goodbye Maybe now you'll shine So as I mentioned, I, I basically got off the phone from Terra and I could feel I had a song in me. I felt like and that's kind of what it happens for me when I write on my own is I can, it's almost like a, a tsunami's coming and I need to um, brace myself and get prepared and catch it as it comes through. So that feeling had risen up in me. And so I grabbed my guitar and I, my um, cell phone, mobile phone, iPhone, whatever you call it, and um, press record. And we've got this voice memos app in there that's fantastic. And I use that for all of my songwriting and making uh, work tapes. So I pressed record and just sat in the song and honestly didn't have any lyrics or anything in mind prior to starting. I just started strumming and, and humming basically. And the lines kind of evolve and form and shape it's like clay almost and they come in one way and then they get molded and and this song came through basically head first <laughs> the first line fell out and then it's just a matter of piecing it all together and molding and shaping it but not writing anything down this is what happens for me with songs that um that I write on my own it's like I'm just remembering it. It's like I already know it and I'm just remembering it. And, and although it does change and evolve throughout the course of the writing, um, I just, yeah, and I've got a terrible memory. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm, I've really noticed my memory isn't great. So that's always surprising to me that I remember these songs that I've never heard before. So I can kind of get up the next morning and then just sing the song like I've like I know it. <laughs> anyway, um, so what I found in researching for this podcast is I went back through all my voice memos and I found a large portion of that session that night. Um, uh, there's about 25 minutes of background humming and strumming, but I'm not going to play that because it's, <laughs> it's torture. But I thought it might be really interesting for some of you to hear how it was born and how it got to where it was. So let's see if, um, if this can give you just a little bit of insight into what happened after I got off that phone call, had a big cry, sitting on my bed alone with my guitar and pressed record. Telling mama 
For me, as we come to the closing track for recovery part of The Truth, The Music and Me, I guess my recovery meant I had to make some decisions about what, with what, what I had left. You know, it was my resources were low. Um, I was still healthy. I still had lots to be thankful for. Um, I'd made a lot of mistakes. I'd been at the other end of other people's mistakes. Staying in that mindset was not going to move me forward. So it was time for me to accept what had happened, find grace and forgiveness uh, the best way that I could and forgive myself and move on. And in moving on, the hope of, wow, this could kind of be pretty amazing depending on what I do from this point so there's a great book called uh, I was just talking to a friend the other day about this um, a great book that I read many many years ago called Who Moved My Cheese by uh, Dr Spencer Johnson I think I think that's right and it's just a really short analogy type book about these mice and how some of them deal with the cheese not being with it, I thought it was, I, I mean, it's going to sound kind of wacky until you read the book. It's a very short read, but it's a, it's power packed with how different personalities deal with change. Um, I personally found it really helpful to understand, you know, whether we go into victim mode or whether we go into um, pursue an action mode and, and what it is that, that we can do to change our perspective on our circumstances. And I'm sure as heck not saying that I've got it all worked out or that I've ticked that box and I'm home free. It's, it's, not, it's not like that, but I am very grateful for the tools that I learned that worked for me. Um, but there is so many times when even now I'll have, you know, I feel like I take three steps forward and, um, and two and a half steps back and, and then another day I'll have 10 steps forward and just feel like I've got momentum. So um, it's it's not consistently all good all the time. Life happens and we fall into behaviours and patterns and we forget what we've learned and we relearn it. And that's, I mean, we're human and that's part of our evolution. That's part of what we do. So I encourage anyone out there who, um, whether you're on a good day or a bad day, just keep reminding yourself what it is that you're fighting for and, and it's it's fighting for a right to live your best life and be the best person that you can be. I know that was my mission anyway, was to be the best person I could be and who I was doesn't have to be who I always will be and and maybe, just maybe, this is happening for me, not to me. So I, it was up to me 
to how I responded to that and move forward. And I will say, you know, obviously this album's coming out from the other side of rising and I truly am living what I consider to be so far my best life. And when I say best, I don't mean anything materialistic. I mean spiritually and inside me and um, just peaceful, so peaceful. I feel peace and I feel joy and I had to fight my way through a lot of a lot of stuff <laughs> to get there. So um, it was worth it. It was worth the tough times. So I get to now preview the next song from – uh, from the album The Truth, The Music and Me, which launches us into rising, launches us into rising. And there's some uh, some interesting stories and quirky things happening in the next four episodes. So make sure you tune in for that. Don't forget to email us podcast at tamarastuartmusic.com. Let us know you're listening. But before we do that, at the end of every section, at the end of every part, there's a closing track that goes for about a minute. So I just want to share that with you. This is what we feature at the end of recovery to launch us into rising wake up wake up the nightmare's finally over wake up and dream Sister child Stand up, stand up The weight's been lifted from you Stand up in grace Sister child yeah. mm-hmm. Rise up, rise up this is your ascension, rise up, redeemed. It's time. It is time. <laughs> She's right. So it's time to launch into the first song of Rising, The Rising. It's been a long time coming. Next week, we head into the rising. We hope you'll tune in and join us. Drop us a line. You know I love it when you drop us a line. Podcast at tamarastuartmusic.com. If you're in the UK, head to my website, tamarastuartmusic.com. We've got a tour over the next couple of months that kicks off this week to launch the album. So grab your tickets and, and come along. But this has been episode eight of The Truth, The Music and Me, the podcast. Until next week, take care of yourself. The truth, the music and me.